What's going on? This is the 58 West King Podcast. This is episode eight. I am your beloved host, Tony Cosentino. Today we're going to interview Jason Baziotis and talk about fantasy football, aliens, and why the Bucks should be relegated to the XFL. I hope you enjoy. How you doing? I'm good. I uh, Yeah, full-time school, full-time work. So the first thing we have for uh, any managers that might not know you, go ahead and state your name and age. Uh, Jason Baziotis, and I'm 47. Okay. Uh, where are you from? From Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida, but you're in Oregon. I retired from the Air Force back in Utah, uh, back in 2015. Back in 2006, I knew I didn't really care about going back home to Florida after mm-hmm. I retired. And my wife didn't care about going back to California. So we prayed about it and heard God tell us to move to Oregon at some point. We're like, all right. And then back in uh, 2018, God said, all right, about a year from now, you're going to sell your house and move to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Okay. How was it up there? beautiful i love it as soon as i drove into salem i'm like we're home this is it okay the only thing i know about oregon is from the show portlandia not sure if you're familiar <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. are you are you familiar a little bit enough to know yeah it's, it's accurate okay <laughs> that's awesome i'd probably enjoy that so that's cool so do you want to speak about your family sure um my wife's 45 her name's elaine she's my best friend we've been married 18 years this year in june Ooh. all right and I have two sons, Daniel, who's 10, he'll be 11 in April, and Evan, who's five, and his birthday is later on in October, so he just turned five. Okay, and we named our youngest Evan, so I like that. Nice. Actually, I just got done playing Mario Kart with them. I just had to make yeah. sure they remember where they sit on the hierarchy, so I destroyed them. <laughs> they did stand a chance. No mercy. Excellent. Actually, yeah. You gotta, yeah, you got to set that up from the beginning. Establish yeah. dominance and keep it. Yes. All right, so uh, what do you do now, post-Air Force? After I retired, when we were still living in Utah, I worked on base for a while. Um, I maintained security cameras and access control systems okay. for, uh, for, for a, a company called BAE on base. It protected mm-hmm. about $8 billion worth of equipment, so Ooh. that was cool for a while. After moving to Oregon, for about seven or eight months, I worked doing something similar, installing security cameras and different okay. sort of pays and maintaining them and, and all this, that, and the other. Honestly, I hated the job. And... I knew one of the reasons I moved here was also to become a sign language interpreter. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go to go to the local university for that. And so I'm doing that now. So full-time school, uh, getting into an interpreting program. Okay. So my work is just part-time. So I'm working at Walmart okay. until I graduate in a couple of years. Okay. That's cool. Low stress and you're doing what you want to do. So yep. it's kinda, that's kind of the direction I'm headed, like post-Air Force 10, 10-ish years from now. So Nice. Yeah. All right. So our story, how, did, how and when did we meet? We met at Hill. EW shop there. Mm-hmm. So you were the awesome troop, funny, smart, natural leader, and good artist. And uh, I think I still have <laughs> those pictures somewhere that you drew on the. Uh, As the uh, leader. <laughs> yeah. I think I have those uploaded to Facebook. I think Frampton loaded them somewhere. So they exist. They're out there. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I don't know if I was the leader of the E4 Mafia, but I was definitely on the council. Definitely. Yes. At definitely least. on yeah. the council. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know any other managers in the league personally? Let's see. Who do I know? Anybody in CW in that time? So Greenhill's in there, right? Rivera. Yeah, Al- Allen's still in there. Albert's in there. Yeah. Um, we got Smoothie back this past season. He snuck in. Okay. There you go. He took oh, a couple smooth. year hiatus, but he's back. And I believe, I believe that's it. We've had a couple others cycle out. Uh, Jeff Corey was in. Felice was in. Broyles, Taylor, Porter. 
but all those yeah. guys have kind of uh they've kind of left us so i get you but, okay uh so football when did you start watching who's your favorite team i was born and raised in tampa florida so three guesses who my favorite team is right uh, the miami dolphins yeah close jacksonville jaguars yeah i wish no <laughs> it's been a harsh harsh long time so mm-hmm. being born in 72 i remember in tampa i kind of remember when they first became a team in 76 so mm-hmm. i've been a te- i've been a fan since they sucked and then we're good briefly and then sucked for so long and then we're good and now suck again for like 10 years and uh-huh. yeah it's hard did you like the cream color jerseys i did but back in 97, when they had the new red and pewter, they look, they look sharp, they look oh, smart. Yeah. And then they changed them to like the digital clock numbers and it's, it's yeah. just gone downhill. So there's a rumor and they posted a video that they're changing the uniforms again this year, mm-hmm. hopefully. So we'll see. Hope for the best. Okay. Uh, any favorite players all time you want to share with the group? I love Leroy Selman. He was our first ever draft pick mm-hmm. in 1976 and he became a Hall of Famer. Completely underrated just because he was on our team. What uh, what position? I'm sorry, it's before my defensive time. End. Defensive, defensive end. Defensive end. Okay. Yeah, he was a terror. Mike Allstott, mm-hmm. who played fullback slash running back for Tampa in the heyday in the late '90s. I think your team name a couple of those years uh, in our league was Allstott up the gut. Yeah. So, nope. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have. I've had a few jerseys made with Derek Brooks and Leroy Selman, and half the jerseys for the old orange, and half the other jersey is like the pewter and red. Mm-hmm. So they kind of incorporate. That's pretty cool. Both, both teams. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. I like that you have some of the the more storied players. That's pretty cool. Um, all right. So getting into fantasy, when did you start playing? I started playing when I'm PCS to England. So back in 97, 98. Okay. Yeah. And it was touchdowns only at the time. There was no yards, no points, just touchdowns. And was this online or was this like through the mail? No, through a group with my, uh, actually, no, it was 94, 94, 95 when I went to England. Um, it was my, a little group of men in our church there. Mm-hmm. And so... It was, uh, yeah, it was just touchdowns only. And then I ran a league for a while in, at Beale in California back in 97 through 99 or so. Okay. But were you guys on like CBS or Yahoo or anything like that? No, it was sent via email, but I would have to manually read all the stats yeah. on uh, either online, maybe online, but it was usually like in the paper. I remember uh-huh. scouring the paper and looking for stats and yards and like, all right, and coordinating everything. And every week I'd, I'd send it in like a newsletter out in the email, this team beat this team, the yeah. scoring and detail it. And so That's yeah, awesome. it, was, it was very involved. Uh, our co-commish, uh, Matt Graham, I think his team name this last season was once upon a time, but he played back in those days. And I was like, this is, that was the time when like, that's when being yeah. a commission means something. Right. Like, I told him like, all I do is I get pissed at you guys. We don't pay on time. <laughs> like, everything else kind of runs itself. So yeah, that's cool. Nice. Okay. And uh, so You've been playing a while. So do you have like a draft strategy that you kind of maintain across all your leagues, like zero RB, BBD, something like that? Um, for a long time, I've been running back heavy, mm-hmm. partly because I love running backs and because they can contribute both in the passing and the running game. So I kind of value them more. But the more the game is evolved into more of a passing offense, and also before, receivers were so – if you didn't get the first two or three top, mm-hmm. then all the rest seem kind of seem muddled to me, whereas running backs are more valued. Now it seems – Running backs have gotten more muddled. There are only like a few top receivers and running backs, and all the rest kind of seem muddled for the most mm-hmm. part, although that's changing somewhat. The passing game has really taken off. So now I kind of tend to value receivers more for the mm-hmm. most part. If you can get one solid running back, one you can hang your hat on, mm-hmm. and after that I can, I can swap out. It seems like every year running backs pop out of nowhere after injuries. Yeah. And so if you're able to grab one or two of those during the year, 
you're in good. And if you've got solid receivers, then you're, you're kind of set. Quarterbacks, yeah. I've always kind of waited on them. Okay, that's smart. Yeah, the running backs, like, it seems like now RBBC, running back by committee, is, like, very common throughout the league. You don't have very many Zeeks. Exactly. So it's very rare, which is smart on the team's part. I mean, they're, right. if they're invested in the running back, that's probably what they should do. But the workhorse running backs, fun. definitely, they're nice. They're nice to have on your fantasy team for sure. Okay, and is there a player you can credit with winning you a championship or losing you a season? Well, a few years ago in the other league, I had a uh, Le'Veon Bell. So in the in the you know the other league um, with Diffie as the commissioner, I drafted. I picked up OBJ when he was a rookie as, mm-hmm. as a free agent. I drafted Mike Evans and I drafted Le'Veon Bell. And uh, people were. I remember uh, Quimby was picking on me. He's like, "Dude, Bell's injured. <laughs> ah, I get him." On the, I was like, "Dude, I'm not picking him for now. I'm picking him for later." And sure enough, he, he won me that league that year. That helped a lot. Okay. All right. I like it. So moving to our league now, uh, when was your first year? I don't remember. It's been several years. Okay, I, I, I want to say it was 2010. I, I think I was digging through our little spreadsheet earlier. Wow, that long. Wow. Championship or championships? This is plural for you. Yeah, I think two, right? You are the only two-time winner. You got one in your first year, which made me very angry. And then you got <laughs> one <laughs> a few years later. Uh, you, you got a second one. So you've actually done really well. Uh, I dug through the stats. You won in 2010. In 2016, and then you finished four or three other times. Uh, you got a sixth-place finish, which is like middle of the pack, and then you have a couple uh, that you were towards the back. But I didn't look into those to see if it was like injuries or what. But, yeah, you've been pretty successful, and you are the only two-time winner. So go ahead and pat yourself on the back for that one. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so what's your favorite and least favorite aspect of the league? I guess least favorite is the number of people I know are dwindling. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. People move on. I totally get it. I've had to quit certain leagues too, just because of time constraints. But mm-hmm. um, that's probably my least favorite. Uh, most favorite is the fact that I do know a few people and because I've been in it so long. So yeah, the fact that I, I do know a few people and I've been in the league so long and I kind of have a history and I like how you try to, you don't, you're not set in your ways as a commissioner. You listen to everybody and you're willing to change and be flexible and, and amend it and listen to us. And I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Yeah, we've made a few changes. We've we've been two quarterback. We did we tried that for a couple years. Yeah, uh, we weren't PPR. I don't like full point PPR, so I settled on the half, which we voted on. Right. And yeah, I've always been willing to kind of open it up, get rid of the kicker. Yeah, we voted on that. So yep. uh, I was telling, I think Rivera or Greenhill, like I don't, I don't need to make decisions like that in a vacuum. Like I have eleven other people I can kind of lean on to right. make to make things better. Hopefully, right, improve the league. So, and then uh, your first thing. Um, to kind of address that, like not knowing people, that's kind of what this is uh, an effort towards. It's kind of getting everybody out there, like who you are, so you can meet, you know, some of the guys I met down in New Mexico or in Colorado Springs and then vice versa. Perfect. So, so that is an effort on my part and the co-commission's part. So uh, we actually are going to have, I believe, 10 or 11 total. And then once we have all those, we'll post them and share them. We're working cool. on that. So cool. um, with that said, who's your biggest league rival? Uh, probably Green Hill because I know him <laughs> and he talks a lot. And we're mm-hmm. in the other, we're in the other league too. So he'll be like, "Hey, I'm playing you this week." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're playing me, crap!" In that in Cosines league, and I'll check, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" So he'll talk junk and attack. Him, me, and Rivera, we all have a group text. We text sometimes mm-hmm. during football season constantly. If I beat him, he beats me. We're definitely talking about it. So That's yeah, good. that's the way it should be. <laughs> all right, mandatory trash talk. I'm just gonna say this: as the only two-time champion in our league, <laughs> that is correct. The only two-time champion in the mm-hmm. league. Right? Okay, just just verifying again for posterity's sake. Yep. Um. I plan on being the only three-time champion after this year. So if you want me, come get me because we all are too far behind at the moment. Okay, interesting. We have three people who are going to win the championship for the first or second time, and then you're going to three-peat this year. So 
I'm not sure if you guys are going to get together and do the math on how that's going to work, but good luck, <laughs> good luck to all of you. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, I went and dug up through the spreadsheet uh, some of your notable 58 West King statistics, and you've played 10 seasons total. So yep. I think behind uh, myself, Callis, and the co-commission, Matt, you are uh, the most experienced player. You've been with us the longest. So your win-loss record is 69 and 60. Your playoff yeah. record is 6 and 8. You've been there quite a few times. You got the two championships. How many? How many championships again? Uh, two. Two. Is that two? Okay, just checking. Two, two championships. The, the only team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've won the your division three times, and then obviously you delivered on the two championships. So with your storied 10-year career, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> uh, catch up. Catch up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy when I won it a couple years ago because, like, we've had this going since, like, 2009, and I didn't win it till 2017. So I remember. It was, like – such a relief just to get that out of the way. Like I don't have right. to win it again. I just needed the one. So just the one. Yeah. You had to get that validation. You'd be like, yes, I'm a champion. Here it is. Yeah, exactly. I started right. to get it done early, but yeah, I get it waiting. Yeah. Cool. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you. Just keep rubbing <laughs> it in. All right. League improvement. What's one thing you'd like to see changed for the league going forward? How many flex positions do we have? I forget. We have two. We, we got rid of the kicker last year, the year before, and we added the flex. Okay. There's nothing else I'd want. I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't want full point PPR, like half point. Mm-hmm. And two flexes is flexible. It's good. I prefer only having one quarterback on the team too. It, mm-hmm. it can be challenging having two quarterbacks optional. because So you definitely want to get one early. It, it changes your draft strategy. I get it. But I like, because there's such a plethora of running backs and receivers, even tight ends you can throw into flex. I mm-hmm. like having those options rather than the high points of a quarterback, which you're kind of hamstrung if there's an injury and it's, mm-hmm. I kind of like how it's set up to be honest with you. I don't have any improvements off the top of my head. Okay. I like that. Um, so did you want to talk about your 2019 finish? I think is a little controversial. So I don't even remember you finished 12th. You finished dead last. However, yeah. you were the number three scoring team in the league. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You had a loss to Rivera 149 yeah. to 181. So yeah, I think you were the second highest scoring team that week. Yeah. You had another loss to once upon a time. 130 to 138. Again, right. you were like the second or third highest scoring team there. And there was right. one other game where you guys were in like the low 100s, but you lost to someone who like just just blew it up, right? And so I looked at those two or three, two or three losses that could have been wins, and you would have right. been the number four seed in the playoffs with as many points as you scored if you would have finished seven and six. And you could have made a run in the playoffs. So like, so with that, uh, have you ever like heard about the league format where you get a point per win, and then you also get a point for finishing the top scoring? Yeah, I was about to bring that up because I'd forgotten. I actually brought this up in the other league because the same thing happened in my other league, but only I was the one that we kept winning. Mm-hmm. It was uh, – I beat Eric, not not Smoothie. Um, I forget Eric's last Allard? Allard, yeah. He scored 151 points in the other league, and I had like 158. Mm-hmm. And it was it's, – it's stupid. Like, dude, yeah. you just know we should it's lose. Just lu- it's just luck and chance, yeah. It is, it is. And so I brought up Diffie. I'm like, it's exactly what I brought up. I said, next year, maybe have a vote of score the most points, top half, and a point if you win or mm-hmm. lose. Yeah, that's – and retroactively, yeah, I guess that could be an improvement in our league because mm-hmm. it um, – but I'm not going to complain about it because I'm sure if you look past – You've probably benefited from it in the past. Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. yeah, it's – I think it's like a really radical idea. I don't even know if Yahoo or ESPN, like, they have that option. You might have to go to one of those one of those sites you have to pay. Sleeper. Sleeper, Sleeper does it. That. And it's free and it has an option. You can okay. click it. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people know about it. I don't know. You know, it's changed, right? It might scare some people at first. I don't know. I just want to kind of float the idea. No, you know, I like the just, idea. Just, just the tip, just, just see how it feels. 
you know, maybe it's something we do eventually. I, I do, I do like that because if you're good, like if you draft well, if your team is scoring really well, like you shouldn't finish number three in scoring and then end up as the last place team in the league because of chance, right? So right, right. Yeah, logically, I get that. Um, for suggestion's sake, maybe even say, hey, let's try a one-year trial balloon, see how we like it, or even say, okay, we're not going to do it this next year, but let's have the standings as they normally are. We're not mm-hmm. going to do it. And keep track of the standing standings as they would be if we did it. Okay. And then for the following year, suggest these would have been the differences. How do you all feel about that? Okay. So do like a dry run just kind of on the side. Right. On the side. Exactly. Okay. So it's not official. So they don't have to worry about voting for it yet. But then like, hey, we're going to review it at the end of the year and see what the standings would have been and how you all feel then. If that would have happened this year and I would look and be like, hey, I'm third. And put, oh, man, I would have finished yeah. fourth. And might have, <laughs> I, got, I got Sacco as the number three team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I like that. Okay. So we'll jump into our miscellaneous category. You saw these questions. They have nothing to do with football and I kind of like it that way. So perfect. First one, do you believe in aliens? I do not. Okay. That's fair. Uh, there've been some interesting theories. Uh, I recommend listening to what other people have to think just kind of makes you think and makes you wonder. Um, so next, next question is if you could go back in time and get blackout drunk with one historical figure, who would it be and why? Um, sorry, funny ideas are entering my head. I'm trying to think. Take your time. Blackout and drunk with one. Maybe Aristotle. Aristotle. Aristotle or Socrates. Like get them drunk and see what they spew out then. Okay. Yeah, some guys who were like crazy ahead of their time back when they were alive. Okay, I like yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Um, 2020 presidential voting plans. Um, definitely voting Democrat, regardless of who it is. Okay. So. So Bernie. Or whoever the DNC is going to be pushing on us. Because right now it seems to be Mayor Pete, who right. seemingly came out of nowhere in Iowa and New Hampshire. Right. But if you look at historically in Iowa and New Hampshire, the winners of those caucuses aren't always the nominee. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that a couple times, yeah. And, it, and it's early, too. It's still, it's still really early uh, comparatively. So I just know the, the – I'm trying to be nice here. The clown in the, in the White House at the moment. The criminal, if you want to go there, which mm-hmm. is true, has no business being there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to not go on a diatribe, but um, suffice to say, I'm ready to see him gone. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost, they could put my cat in the, in the Democratic nominee and I'd be like, <laughs> all right, go, go cat, go meow something and you're, mm-hmm. you're going to do better because you're not trying to hurt people. Pete, I don't think you'll get it because he doesn't have enough of the African-American vote. He has almost zero from what I understand. Yeah. So that's not going to win it for him. Um, Bernie? I have some issues with Bernie. I have some issues with, oh, and then what's his name? Uh, Bloomberg is coming up, but he's yes. got such a, a racist background too. Mm-hmm. It's like six of one half dozen the other again. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't particular, particularly a Hillary fan either back in 2016. Yeah. So it's like, can we get someone who's just not so far one way or the other? Yeah, just someone kind of in the middle who's real, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. So I'm kind of skeptical that this is going to go the way of Mayor Pete or Bloomberg. Um, they're the guys who have the support and the backing of like the big donors and it's, right. you know, everybody Republican or Democrat, they speak the same language when it comes to, when it comes to money. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of depressing just talking about it right now and thinking about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like Bernie. I think he has like the support of the youth who are our future. Right. But the youth have a, a track record of not voting. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yep. So I'm sad again. So we'll move on <laughs> to the next question. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite movie? The, uh, the princess bride, the princess bride. Okay. That's a classic. Yeah. That's good. That's, okay. That's a, that's a good choice. I like that. Yeah. What about your favorite TV show? 
at the moment, The Flash, because it's something I can watch with my boys and we, we're okay. watching The Flash a lot. Even though I've seen them all up until this season now, I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. So and whenever I have time, I try and cram it in. We're like, all right, boys, we're going to go down and watch The Flash. And so mm-hmm. we all sit in the TV and watch Flash together. Okay. They like it. They're into it. Yeah. That's oh, cool. Yeah. Try it. My kids are into like all the Marvel movies. So I got to kind of figure out which ones I can show like a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. Yeah. Some are a little too violent, maybe a little too geared for adults. So we're working on it. No, they just laugh at Guardians of the Galaxy, so that seems to be the one we always kind of go back back to. It's really fun. Nice, nice. So. Yeah, yeah. Same. My wife and I was going preview all the movies before we let the boys watch them, and so mm-hmm. we're like, all right, you know, or hey, turn turn away for this moment, and then they show. Okay, now you can watch or whatever. So yeah, same thing here. I want them to see all of it. Like I want to get through like Infinity War and Endgame so they can see it because they're, yeah. they're aware of all the characters now. They know them. They've seen yeah. some of the stories. I just want them to like finish the story. At yep. least through Endgame, so we'll get there. One, we'll get there one day. All right. Uh, most embarrassing story. Uh, we've had we've had multiple people now share with us stories of them um, crapping in their pants or peeing themselves. <laughs> Navarro walked down the aisles of Target in like his bodybuilding attire, which is like just underwear, right? The little thong or whatever. Someone got a DUI. Oh wow! Um, nope. Yeah. So we've got a pretty good range of stories so far. So what do you have to add to that? Okay. This this isn't I don't know if it's the most embarrassing, but it's one of the ones that's a little different and it's one I could think of. Mm-hmm. So back when I was in my I was 21, 20, 22, around 22 years old, and I was stationed in England and I was going uh going to this church where I started my fantasy football career. Mm-hmm. And uh they had like a uh, a pastor's conference in Jacksonville, Florida. So a bunch so I was like, cool, I'd love to go. So a bunch of us saved up money and we all went. And we stayed at a friend's house and yada, yada. It was, it was fine. It was cool. In that, in that, uh, a lot of the pastors that showed up and, and everybody with some of the bigger names, I'd, I'd watched some TV a little bit. And one of the guys was on TV and his wife was on the show with him. And she had a really high pitched voice. It was really squeaky and kind of amusing to my 22 year old self. Uh-huh. So uh, we went to Jacksonville and we're milling about people, whatever. And for whatever reason, I'm talking to some dude. I, I don't even know who he was. We're just chatting about something. And, I, and somehow it came to my mouth about how I was like, yeah, she has that really funny voice. And he was like, he and she are personal friends of mine and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. <laughs> hold on. Hold on while I take my foot out of my mouth. Right? Right? <laughs> Amazing how I can articulate with my size 13 in there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that was a little embarrassing. He, and he walked off. I'm like, I'm gonna go away now and hide it's hard when you're like six foot 18 inches tall like you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah large man <laughs> all right that's pretty good i like that all right so uh this next segment is called noah commish this is where you guys get the opportunity to ask me a question or two so what do you got do you enjoy being our commissioner or being a commissioner in addition to being our commissioner absolutely absolutely so i don't do as much work as you guys as commissioners did back you know pre-yahoo pre-cvs pre-espn right. days but I, I do kind of look forward to it. Like I'm getting excited now in the off season. That's why I'm kind of doing this to kind of bide my time. Right. Um, I get all our statistics ready in the off season. I start bugging you guys and harassing you via group text, you know, months before the season starts. Cause I'm excited to the league and I do enjoy doing this. Yeah. It is fun. You guys give me a hard time. Um, you challenge me emotionally and mentally sometimes, but, uh, I think I'm better. I'm all the better for it. I do enjoy the people in the league, which makes it easier, you know, investing the time that I've invested into the league. So definitely enjoy being your guys' commission. All right. What else you got? As your life gets busier and busier, which I mean, your kids, family, mm-hmm. officer, you're, you're busy as heck. 
Do you foresee a time when you won't be the commissioner? For this league, no. No, this is, this is my league. Um, we are going on year 12. So I, like I, I'm already looking forward to like, you know, the 20th season. Uh, I've already kind of set goals. Uh, my goal this season was to get all these podcasts or interviews knocked out. So yeah. to get everybody a little bit more familiar with one another, because like your group, the Utah group, they don't know the New Mexico group and vice right. versa. So in the California group as well, there's a couple of people you guys haven't met yet, but nice. I, I try to squeeze time in for this kind of stuff. The busy awesome. life's kids, they suck up a lot of time. Yeah, they tend to Ener- energy and resources. So <laughs> yeah. Any other questions? What do you see yourself doing post-military? So something low stress, you know, I worked retail and, you know, services like food before. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I'd go back to that, but I'll probably end up in Colorado Springs. Pretty nice place. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Laying some roots down. Uh, tons of like contracting military related jobs. So I wouldn't mind doing something where I'm still like part of the Air Force or Space Force, right? Whatever, whatever we are, <laughs> you know, come the end of this year, because we are supposed to move over everyone in space. So something low stress. That's, that's what I'm aiming for. I feel you. Anything else? No, that's it. That's cool. I appreciate the questions. So yeah. we'll go ahead and close it up. Um, thanks for taking the time. Kind of took us a few days to figure out when we were going to do this, but I appreciate you sitting down with me. It was good catching up. Um, it's been a while. I don't think we've talked in, you know, uh, since I left in 2012, just through text and Facebook. So yeah, it was good seeing you. It was good catching up. It's been a while. Yeah. So next up, we're going to have Wayne Henry. Again, thank you. It's good talking to you. Good catching up. Have a good Sunday. You too, man. See you later.